0: Welcome to Real Life Moms. I'm your host, Lisa Foster. And Real Life Moms is a podcast where moms have real conversations, share resources, and tell their inspiring stories. Our mission is to connect moms by talking about topics that parents deal with every day and to continue these conversations in our Real Life Moms Facebook group, where we would love for you to become part of our community. Parenting is hard enough without the external pressures placed on us. This week, I invited my friend, Katie Morell, a mother of an incredible daughter and a movement therapist to help me discuss embracing our kids for who they are. Hi, Katie. Welcome to Real Life Mom. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you tonight. I know. I'm so glad you came to the show today. And I'm happy that you're helping me discuss embracing our kids for who they are. This is a hard topic. I mean, it's really hard because you're like, what is that? I don't even know. <laughs> Absolutely. But I think it's just coming from a place that as a parent, society places a lot of pressures on us of what good parenting looks like, I think. You know, for my kids, I feel like, you know, they have to be in certain activities or like, oh, not, you know, too much screen time looks bad or like what I feed them. Maybe if they're not organic or they're eating sugar or whatever, you know, it's like all these like bad mom moves that sometimes I get caught up in these outside influences of what parenting should look like that I forget and lose sight of who my kids are and what they do. Do you feel like that way? You have a daughter, you're a mom, you have a daughter, and she's 11, right?
1: Yes. Yep. She's 11. And yeah, definitely. I have a little bit of, you know, a different situation with as far as like typical things that I hope she does or whatnot. She, She has some special needs. So but there's always and you you hear all the time about different things that you should do, or that you shouldn't do. You know, it's a tough thing to navigate. I think like as a mom, what I've learned along the path is following your instinct and then also like letting your kids guide you a little bit. I don't know how you feel about that. You have kids yeah.
0: yourself. They're very different. I love that you say guide. You yeah. know, I don't think I do that enough. So I'm, I'm going to go back a little bit because yeah. your daughter, you said, has special needs. Yes. Um, it is a different scenario kind of, of what your yeah. expectations <laughs> are and what yeah. I have on mine, but, but there's still expectations expectations. expectations, right? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And I don't know, do you want to talk a little bit about your daughter's background? Sure. Yeah, Yeah. she was, um, she was
1: born with um, an anoxic brain injury. So we were actually in the beginning, you know, just told a devastating kind of prognosis and diagnosis and what have you kind of along the theme of what I mentioned before is like letting your kids guide you or, or following kind of your instincts. I knew instinctually that she was going to be fine. Now, she has, an injury she she has issues, but she's also far exceeded. Mm-hmm. anything that doctors ever told us. So, you know, I think in that, like thinking about expectations for her, I had great expectations that she was going to be great, and she was going to do well. And yeah, so she's now a fifth grader, she goes to public school, she's pulled out for specialized instruction. Uh, but she's, you know, walking and talking, and she's just
0: doing, you know, great things. Mm-hmm. And I've met her and she is yeah. amazing. She is amazing. <laughs> (laughs) amazing.
1: And you've Um, been an integral part in her life, like starting in the beginning
0: as her PT a long time ago. mm -hmm. So yes, yes, I got to be her PT. And I have to say, I may have been one of those limiting factors initially. Because um, as a PT, you know, I had certain expectations from what I was seeing, and offering things that you were really great i think what's great about you is that you know you don't see limits and mm-hmm. you just see possibilities Mm-hmm. And, and you had a hunch that, you know what, I think there's more and yeah. you explored that and that, and yeah. that, and, and I know I was, and we talked about it and I was open to all Yes, of the totally. Record. I
1: loved that about you. I, I remember telling everyone about my experience with telling you that we were going to stop PT for a time and you were mm-hmm. like very supportive and you made me feel really good as a mom. Cause you were like, no. you know what? Every kid has their own path and some things work for some kids and other things work for others and keep me posted let me know how it's going I mean it felt so good like
0: oh and I love that I love that you said that because as a parent honestly yeah like I'm like why can't I do that in my own world (laughs) like why can't I tell myself
1: I know. know like
0: my they have their own paths. It's okay if they don't do this or that, right? Sometimes yep. you need another mom absolutely to say that. So yeah, so thank you. I, I really yeah. learned a lot from just being on the journey with you. So yep. that was really cool. Yep. But yeah, I love going back to the guiding. Um, yep. letting the kids guide. Cause I feel yep. like there's a lot of and I don't know if you feel the same, but mm-hmm. I feel like there is a lot of pushing schedules nowadays. You know, they yes. should be doing activities, right? They should be so mm-hmm. many activities. They should be in soccer. or or oh. whatever it is, there has to totally. be art, anything, right? Yeah. But why? Why? I know. Why I agree do they do all
1: this activity? I know. You know, I I don't know where it's from. I'm horrible at quoting things, but I not. Uh, I mean, maybe six months ago, I read something about the beauty of boredom, mm-hmm.
0: oh, I love and
1: that. that boredom is such an important part of learning. Yes, And for our children, especially to not be burdened with a million activities and us trying to make them, you know, excel at everything, you know, just having time when they're not doing anything and they're allowed to like use their imagination or daydream or, you know, that's massive kind of brain change and growth that I don't think we value in our society
0: that much. We're so we're go, go, going all the time. Right. Yeah, and I honestly, so I have an introvert. Right, my son is an introvert. My daughter, yeah, yes. um, my daughter will join everything. She is the go go go. I can't, yeah. keep, and I'm not pushing it because she's just she's going too fast. It's it her, and, and she's already <laughs> gone before I push anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my son, on the That's other hand, right. is the exact opposite. He's the stay, stay, stay. You know, yeah. and yeah. I'm like the pushing him. Yeah. And what I didn't realize um, that. Honestly, COVID did for us was because yes. of the whole lockdown, the shutdown. There was nothing, right? We had, yeah. And and what I saw was a huge shift in my son when he didn't have to do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he loved being home. He yeah. loved, you know, being on his Aww. computer or finding, you know, going for a walk or yeah, quiet things that didn't involve mm-hmm. any sort of groups. Yeah, um, he started just to shine. You know, yeah. he became more animated, and I felt horrible. Really, like it, it felt right. horrible because I felt like my son should be in, you know, uh, you know, should be hanging out with friends after school, yeah. and then going to be in this club or do this. Like right. I felt like I had to keep pushing, and I think it must have felt bad for him. Like right. he must have felt like he was disappointing us because he would oh. always be like, "No, I don't want to do that," you know. Right. And it's instead not... of like listening and letting, like you say, let your child guide, guide you. you. Yeah, you know, I didn't do that. But when we shut down, there was nothing else to do. So now yeah. I could let him guide me, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, my gosh, he blossomed into this like human being. That's amazing. Still not a joiner. But he goes now now when he goes to school, he's yeah. much more confident. He's much more social. Yeah. He's really just changed. And it was that quiet space that, thank goodness, was, you know, in a good, bad way, right? It was COVID, yeah, that's no good. But yeah. a good way to really allow that to happen. And I don't know if I would have allowed it because I would have been in this parenting mode of go, go, go. Totally. Lisa, I have, a, I have a similar situation.
1: And it's interesting, like, obviously, everything comes back. COVID has been such a huge part of our lives and really an impactful thing that will, you know, affect us forever. And we'll always remember this time. But for my daughter, same thing as far as expectations and filling her schedule and doing a lot of things with her, I was taking her to speech lessons like five days a week for 30 minutes a day. And that's an intense schedule. Mm-hmm. But I really felt like that was an area where she needed a lot of support and some help. And over the years, there were times when I went to her speech therapist, and I was like, I'm wondering if we should take a little break. And, and then the speech therapist was amazing. And we'd we Loved her, but she was like, you know, I don't think she needs a break. I think she's doing great. And she always convinced me that we should just keep going. So yeah. then COVID hit and there was no no choice. The obvious choice was like, oh, we're not going to do speech anymore. And our therapist came to us and she said, you know, you can do online and you know, I'd be happy to do that. And I remember I wanted to appease her and I set up an online session and it went amazing because she knows my daughter very well. And it was easy to kind of allow that to be a successful thing for her. But in my gut, I was like, you know what, this is like the perfect opportunity to take a break. Mm-hmm. Like we mm-hmm. can do this at this point And let's just see. And over the course of that summer, my daughter started expressing herself so much more. She started putting together longer sentences and more authentic expression and thought. And I was like, gosh, you know, like sometimes it's not all about pushing things on Mm -hmm. our kids. And it's about just like letting them be like. Like your son, he doesn't have to be in these group things and he doesn't have to always be going. And then he can blossom and my daughter can blossom with time off from
0: stuff. Time off to to grow and then having space. And it's funny because we actually, where I work as a therapist, we have changed our models a little bit of that therapy where we would see kids. I mean, for years, you know, three, four years, we're still seeing kids. Yes. Um, because, you know, they need it. But mm-hmm. what we started doing is doing, like, more six-month blocks where we would see so them for right. a long time. But yeah. then we give them off, you know, that yeah. they do have time. Because it's so important. You know, it's funny because as a therapist, I could be like, well, it's so important for kids to be a kid. And for yeah. to enjoy their kid without oh, no. all these things. But, right, once you're when you're in the parent, I <laughs> the parent seat, it's not always. so much harder. It's, it's harder to see, you know, you it's feel harder. like you need to be steering and, and balancing, Absolutely. but yeah. maybe it's not. I I mean, it's important for us to guide, of course, like, yeah, I was talking to my husband before, and I was telling him the topic. And of course, I was like, this is why you're not on real life moms. Because (laughs) I was getting a little defensive. But he had a good point, because he was like, well, you need you need to balance, you know, like a kid who wants to say, be on the computer all day, like my son is a gamer, right? We need to balance that with going outside. And that's, and that is important. But who's to say what the balance really is? Yeah, Is it, is it my job to say, okay, well, you know, more time outside, less time on the computer, like who, who creates that balance?
1: Exactly. And I think just like, you know in the theme of our topic today, and just embracing who they are. I think you're right, where just a lot of outside chatter and, and things that just things that we hear as parents of what how it should be and how it shouldn't be and what you should do if you're a good parent, and what you shouldn't do if you're what you do if you're a bad, parent, you know, those Mm -hmm. things come into our head. And it's like, Oh, my God, like, (laughs) you know, and then we lose sight of like yeah. our own child and what they're doing right in front of us, you know?
0: Yeah. And I think that's the thing is really being able to listen yes. embrace and yeah. and appreciate our kids. Exactly. Like we, you know, I feel like there's all these pillars that are built yeah. uh, that I think we try to live up to. And I think when mm-hmm. you break them down, then, mm-hmm. um, then our kids shine. Right. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, you you're familiar with my work and my teacher and I'm mm-hmm. not, um, doing a workshop right now. And um not is this workshop that she's provided is really for parents and caregivers. So it's it's less for practitioners, but I decided to take it because I love just learning from her and always hearing her message and whatnot. But one of the big things is one of the big messages and themes of the work is from fixing to connecting. Mm. And it totally fits with what we're talking about right now, you know, like mm-hmm. in everyday life, when we're always trying to like get our kids to do this, do that, what have you. It's, it's not necessarily that we're fixing them, but we're just trying to like fit them into a box or like mold them or like have them do what we're supposed to. And like, if we just slow it down and take time to connect with our kid and our, our children, I think then like they can shine, they can like become who they want. Then, then we can also discover what their interests are, who Mm -hmm. they want to be. It's, I think the minute we have a child, I think it's interesting how we have an idea of like what their life may be, or what what we want their life to be. And I think a lot of times it falls very in line with like how our life was like, Mm -hmm. I loved ballet, when I was Mm -hmm. a kid, and I do adult ballet lessons when I can. And so I thought, Oh, of course I'm going to have my daughter be in ballet. And then (laughs) she has special needs and it's like, Oh my God. And like the whole boat is rocked. But it's like, I think like in that there's a great lesson of like, gosh, does does my daughter want to do ballet? Right. Does she even like it? Special needs right. or not. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like just any kid. Like, Well, does she like ballet? <laughs> yeah. You know, she likes music and dance, but no, like finally we, we, we went up the, the lines <laughs> in, in ballet classes for a while there. And the first few were just fun and easy and simple. And the minute it got to like, like um, actual, you know, uh, positions and mm-hmm. she would lay on the ground and be done. Like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> she doesn't like it. so it's fine, you know, but um, it is.
0: yeah. yeah. So, so sometimes that's our own, not even outside expectations, right, but our own our own wants. Absolutely. You know, right. and and I see that all the time. I mean, I always wanted to be a soccer mom. Now granted, yeah I soccer for a hot second. I hated it.'ll yeah. be. Honest. <laughs> And I've always wanted to be a soccer mom. Soccer mom. Cut, yeah, I wanted to cut so those great. orange slices so badly. Oh, so and bring, fun. And not one kid not. wanted to play soccer. No they both soccer played kids. for a season. They both hated it. Um hilarious. And yeah. you know, me. And I was like, why? What and and that was me pushing on because I wanted I can cut oranges for anything. Okay. Right. I could just yeah. bring them to random <laughs> soccer games. My kids do not need to be in them. I feel like when you can really let go of that. It, it is impressive to see yeah how cool your kids are and right and you don't even think like you know parent teacher conferences right like yeah. it's fun to hear I learn a lot sometimes from them sometimes I don't learn anything I'll put it out yeah. there yeah yeah of course <laughs> those five minutes that they talk and like right you know, like, and okay great <laughs> um, but occasionally I will get a teacher that will say something and I'll go huh That's exactly who he is, you know, and wow, you know him that well and I've been his parent for how long like, (laughs) oh my gosh, that's exactly who it is, you know, and, um, and I always feel like that's really cool to hear because they're just like observing and they're not pushing right right. Totally is.
1: Yeah. And it's just like, again, then like coming back to embracing who each of them are individually. Mm -hmm. It's really cool to like come to the place when we can like, and it's almost I think sometimes like, like you mentioned, like the teacher sometimes seeing things about maybe your son that you're like, wow, like, how did they, you know, but I think like stepping out of ourselves as a mother, sometimes and like just looking at your kid as like who they are being a mom like gosh we have inherent things that it's our job to make these kids into something right
0: <laughs> Again, no that's a good point because i do think there's a pressure yeah uh, of where they're going to end up right yeah if we don't do the right steps or have them in the right things totally but if they don't end up in a good place right and that that feels like a lot of pressure For me, because I think at the end of the day, what we really, really need to be doing is whatever the path they are on, giving them the confidence, what they're doing is, is good and looked upon (laughs) and, and, and it's them, it's just them, they don't have to be anybody yeah. else but themselves. Oh, it's huge, right?
1: And as far as just self-confidence goes, that's that's it. I think in like my daughter's path and it being different from other kids and a little bit slower in things, that's one thing that I've been able to um, really recognize is like all the little things along her journey or however you want to say it. Yeah. But it's it's important and, and it is sometimes like it's, it's almost maybe nothing to, to a parent of another child that kind of has an easier go at things. But for us, sometimes like the littlest things are like, so incredible. And and I'm the first one there to be her like biggest cheerleader of like, yes, (laughs) you know, you put a five, word sentence together or you are starting to kind of learn how to like run a little bit or you sort of are writing a letter you know you know um so little things but they're big and it's important to to really make our kids let them know that we're proud of them and that they're doing a great job you know
0: yeah because if they can get that confidence in an environment that they feel safe absolutely you know, then that's going to shine in other areas. Totally. Sky's the limit then, right? Like they'll, they'll keep trying other things. So here's a question for you. How would you describe your daughter? What's her true self?
1: Oh my gosh. Like, you know, just in a nutshell, she's joyful.
0: Like Mm -hmm. she's just, uh,
1: she's a loving, sweet, caring, empathetic person. Like, um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting in in all of the things that maybe one would look, look at her from the outside in. And, you know, it's so easy for people to kind of go, oh, they can't do this, or they can't do that. Or they're not, you know, whatever, you know, uh, I had a I have an older kind of like a grandpa figure in our lives. He's, he's such a dear person in our family and he was over at our house not too long ago. And um, he gets uh kind of spasms in his leg and he, he had this spasm and he had to move over to our couch and sit down. And my daughter would not leave his side. And she just sat with him and had her arm around him okay. and had her hand on his leg. And she just sat with him until he felt better. And it oh. was, so endearing and so quintessential, my daughter, like it was just her entirely. And it's who she is. She just, she cares deeply about people and she feels a lot and she's, yeah, she's just a total joy. I'm lucky to be her mom.
0: Oh, I love that. Yes. (laughs) Totally her I could totally see her yeah <laughs> oh, we'll have to make her a little therapist too yeah totally I don't, don't want to put be any great <laughs> I don't want to put any expectations she can be whatever she wants
1: yeah <laughs> right now she's telling me she wants to be a chef so who knows Ooh. but you know
0: <laughs> oh that's amazing yeah. yeah it's pretty fun I feel like I have less control
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: become teens, yeah. it's easier to embrace them for who they are, because yeah. you don't have as much say, say, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: they okay. will become who they're going to be.
0: And th- that's
1: kind of an interesting message in all this too. like, eventually, you know, there's only a limited amount of time where kind of as parents, I guess we feel like we do have control over who they are, or yeah. what they're going to be. But Ultimately, they become who they're going to be. Yeah. And so, like, let's just start from there and, like, yeah. <laughs> embrace who they are and be okay. Like, that's that's an amazing gift that
0: we can give our kids. Well, yeah. let me also ask you this. What has been the best way for you to connect with your daughter, know who she is? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know,
1: for 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 me and uh, my daughter, it's, it's really, like, slowing down. Mm-hmm. It's like just taking time and like, you know, I'm really interested and especially since she has different issues and she learns in a different way and and things have taken slower in general. Our path has been slower. You know, it's forced me to really embrace that, actually, and then learn from her and give her the time and be curious about her experience. Yeah, I can't be the... um, the ringmaster, whatever, all the time, like, I really feel like I have to allow her space to, like, show me what she's ready for what she can do or what she's interested in. And, and then we can like work off of that. The minute I'm trying to be like, do this or say we're working on writing or something. I mean, gosh, it's a catastrophe so many times because Mm -hmm. I'm like trying to impose how we're supposed to do something on her. And it's just a nightmare. But the minute like we're I'm a little bit I'm like more flexible and Mm -hmm. open with just what's going on here now, then like things come out really naturally. And 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 then she is able to. Kind of show me what she can do and, and, or how she wants to do it. Or, yeah, I think it's really in just taking, taking the time. And it sounds
0: like taking the time and listening.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I am thankful for that downtime that I got to learn a little bit more. And I think they also grew there, that, that time too. And just like you said, when things slowed down. Yeah. You know, and I think that's important because I do think we are a society where we are oh doing gosh. all the time, whether it's ourselves working, working, yeah. working or our kids it's going, going, going. Absolutely. you know, I think if we can give any advice is, is to take a day, you know, yeah. whether it's once a week or once a month of just not, you know, absolutely. yeah, do last <laughs> and do less, and, just, do less and, and get to know each other.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Total gift. I have a girlfriend who has a daughter with uh special needs. And she goes to a 1000 therapy appointments a week and whatnot. And the other I think it what it was two days ago or something when we had a really bit of a cold spell. And uh, she posted a picture of her two kids at the kitchen table doing crafts. And she was like, the cold weather allowed us to cancel afternoon appointments. And you know, how lovely is this or something? And I was like, Yes, like, that's where it's at.
0: Yeah,
1: right. Like just taking that time. And being home and like just allowing the space and slowing down and all that kind of stuff to just like enjoy your kids for who they are.
0: Mm -hmm. And I do get that all the time. So as a physical therapist, I do get parents all the time saying, you know, do we need to come every week or can we do every other week? And whenever that's brought up to me, I always like have like a little red flag that says, okay, let's think about this. Cause what are they saying? Yeah. And, And I, and I always realize that, you know, if it's an infant or, you know, a young child, it's kind of like they need that time just to be a parent.
1: Absolutely.
0: And if it's one, if it's an every other week appointment in that other week, they get to just be a parent. I know. That's part of therapy too, you know. Yeah,
1: very valuable.
0: And and now talking to you, it reminds me, you yeah. know, when they're also getting to know their own kid and seeing improvements because they have the time they're not running an exactly. appointment or every single thing right Totally. So is there anything else you think you want parents to kind of take away or no oh my goodness you know I think we uh, is has been such a lovely conversation you know I think that
1: um just agreeing and and coming to the idea that yeah our kids are like magnificent people right and mm-hmm. so like let's just like allow them to shine, be who they're going to be. And, and yeah, and then just being, you know, being proud of that and embracing them for who they are. It's like, I don't know. I just, I adore my daughter. I can tell you are in love with your children and like we all are. It's so mm-hmm. great. So, you mm-hmm. know, just, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just a fun conversation. Yeah, I know. And th- thank you.
0: But I, I do, I feel like I've learned a lot and It really makes me want to listen even more to my kids and, and not feel so pressured, have expectations on them.
1: Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode. I love that Katie reminds us that sometimes we need to slow down from all the running around and just let our children grow. Sometimes we just need to take a step back and take time to get to know our kids for who they are. If you are looking for advice, resources, or just need support from other moms, pop into our Real Life Moms Facebook group. We would love to hear from you. And don't forget to follow Real Life Moms so you don't miss an episode.